What happened? Where am I? Oh, it, it hurts to stand up. Freeze! Ah! You move one inch, I will not hesitate to shoot you. Understand? I, I don't... Do you understand English? Of course, young... Down here! We got a bomber! A what? Holy hell! Would you look at that? Oh, this, th this is not a bomb. It's a time harness, actually. Keep your hands away from the vest or I will tase you, understand? Not really, no. I don't think that's a good idea, Robinson. Excuse me? I'm just saying. Electricity. You're a bomb. Might, you know... Ah, damn it. Damn it. I just really wanted to use this thing. I got him in my sights. It's cool. Call it in. Uh, dispatch? We have a code 8. Middle Eastern mail with a possible explosive device. I'm not Middle Eastern, sir. Oh, uh, I see. No, this is actually soot from the explosion. I mean... Hands behind your head, now! Look here, Habib. You got about half a minute before ten more well-armed officers descend on your ass like Hurricane Katrina. You better just lie down on your back with your arms in the air, you hear? Uh-oh, uh, yes, uh, of course. Real slow now. There we are. By the way, my name is Heinrich von Kliegel, not Habib. Don't care. I swear, all them Arab names sound alike. I hear that. Go restrain him, would you? What? Me? Why not just shoot him? Seriously? How many unarmed dudes have you shot this month alone? Uh, too many, according to my wife. But I don't see what, uh... I don't know about you, but I am tired of sitting around my house on suspension every time I shoot someone. Well, we still get paid, so... Will you just cuff him? Like, for me? Ugh, fine. I'm sorry, but would you kindly tell me, is this 1988 or 2018? What is that? Some kind of code? Um, no. You Isis or a lone wolf, jackhole? Isis? No, I'm not Egyptian. Though, I've always been more particular to Osiris myself. No offense to the suffragettes. Got it. Hey, now. This is one queer-looking bomb vest, though. Jesus, Robinson! I told you to cuff him, not handle explosives barehanded. Put that thing down! Don't worry, it's quite sturdy. And not made of any fissile material. I built it myself. No one asked you, Al Kegel. Robinson? What? Now you can tase him. Oh, hell yeah! That sounds bad. Isn't there something against harming a bound, helpless suspect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you get a load of that? You are definitely not from Texas. Actually, I am from... That's right, folks. It's another electrifying episode of The Eternal Return, our time-traveling tale of The Extraordinary! I'm sorry, I said tale of The Extra... Where's the theme music? Oh, we already played it. It'd be kind of weird to play it twice. No. Oh, weird, you say? Why don't we ask the audience? Um, because... See? You can't deny the will of the people. Where were we? Oh, right! It's time for Tales of the Extraordinary! 
And what an extraordinary tale we have for you, as Dr. Von Kaligal and Little Dicky continue their haphazard journey through the fourth dimension, cursed to move forward through time at 30-year intervals. And each step of the way, they have encountered an incarnation of the woman known as Hope. After the duo's latest adventure in the year 1988, the Doctor's theory about Hope was proven to be true. She is a time anchor, drawing them to each of their destinations and her untimely demises, sending them catapulting forward yet again. In this case, to the year 2018, 90 years from their own time of 1928. Quite a lot can change in a century, and quite a lot can also remain the same, as both the Doctor and Dickie are about to find out. Good morning, camper. Ah! Hope! What? What? Oh. Where? Ah, I'm on a cot. In the dirt. That's right, stud. Uh, let me guess. This is, uh, 2018? Wow. You must have had a hell of a night. That, sir, is an understatement. I'm, I'm sorry, but who are you? Right now, I'm your new roommate. But everybody calls me him. Him who? No, him. Just the word him. Well, that's a... Bit on the nose? Yeah, well, before the camps, I was a pretty elite hacker. HM601, that was my handle. Hacker? Cypher, actually. But the muggles don't know the difference. The big question, Birdie, is who are you? Why, I... Did you say Birdie? Sorry, it's that bright blue mohawk. Ah, right. I forgot about that. With those mutton chops, you look kind of like a cockatiel. Like someone shipped Marge Simpson in the Lorax. Sounds like you forgot a lot. Must have been one hell of a party last night. I heard a noise outside my tent around two and found you passed out on the ground. You're lucky the COs didn't find you or we'd both be in trouble. I'm sorry? It's cool. I'm just screwing with you, Bay. I'd rather stand your house arrest than have to work on that damn wall anyway. Oh, my word, I'm sore. <clears throat> I must have landed on my... Oh no, my time harness! What is that, some kind of rocky horror thing? Uh, it's something I was wearing when, um, I passed out. I must find it post-haste, lad. Oh, you mean this? Yeah, it didn't look very comfortable, so I took it off of you. You just better be more careful. The COs really aren't down with the BDSM parties under their noses. I'll be more careful, thank you. Uh, so, Mr. Him, I really scrambled my noggin with all that moonshine, I tell you. Let's say I remember, oh, nothing. Care to catch me up to speed, lad? Really? Sure, I guess. Uh, well, you remember the year, so that's a start. You remember being sent to the camps? Not really. Uh, I take it this is not exactly the Battle Creek Sanatorium. Um, no. Think of it like slave labor or a chain gang for the wall. Are we criminals? Yeah, to some people. What are you in for? The same thing you are, Bertie. This is the rainbow camp for LGBTQ like you and me. We were all rounded up for being born the wrong way, according to Pence. I'm sorry, are all names in 2018 just a bowl of alphabet soup? Uh, never mind, that was rhetorical. Now, what is this wall you keep mentioning? You really don't remember anything, do you? The border wall? With Mexico? Truly? Well, it's about time, I say. What with all the ne'er-do-wells constantly fleeing south whenever they're in trouble with the law? Sounds like the Mexicans have had enough, eh? <laughs> no, it's to keep the Mexicans out. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Wouldn't want another Pancho Villa invasion, I suppose. <laughs> Must be expensive. Would have been cheaper if you didn't insist on making Mexico pay for it. The lawsuits cost more than the actual wall, which is why we have slave camps like this to make deviants like us build it for free. Who's this he you speak of? The quote-unquote president, of course, though it's Pence who has the real power. 
which is how they came up with rounding up gays and immigrants and intellectuals for the labor camps. Isn't that illegal? It went all the way to the Supreme Court, but they upheld it, just as Hannity was the deciding vote, as usual. That's enough. You convinced me. Of what? That I need to get out of here. The camp? No, 2018. And the camp, too, obviously. Hand me my time harness. You're going to help me find the doctor. We don't really have a doctor in these camps. They repealed Obamacare. And I'm sure that's terrible. But we're not looking for a doctor. We're looking for the doctor. Now let's get a wiggle on him. And now, how about you get a wiggle on over to the nearest long-distance electronic shopping location to get your hands on these future goodies? Oh, jeez, that lasagna pan is hot. I burnt my hands. Hello there, citizen. Who the hell are you? I'm the president of the United States. Oh, of course. All hail Trump. That's right. What's that on your hands, dictator Trump? These are my beautiful, huge, Trump brand potholders. Trump's new pussycat potholders. Show me how it works. Well, you see, you got your, your really hot pot right there. You put them on my huge masculine hands it's an endowment thing i don't want to get into it but you know what i mean and you grab the pot by the pussy potholders can you grab other things when you're the president you can grab anybody by the pussy potholders and i love the color such a natural orange trump's new pussycat potholders it's true the future is both terrible and wonderful at the same time much like jail at least, that's what it is like for Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel, who has been confined to an interrogation room in a dilapidated Border Patrol detention center not far from Dickie's camp. It has been a long night of questioning for our brave adventurer, but not without its moments, such as this. And so it gives you a choice of dialogue options. Uh, depending on which one you choose, it can alter the story of the game. Fascinating. I'm still trying to get over the idea of a miniaturized television phone hybrid. All that power, and you use it to control cartoon characters. Wow, you really have never heard of video games, have you? I, I mean, I know you're old, Doctor, but... Oh, I, I chose the aggressive dialogue option. I don't want to antagonize that wampir fellow. Tell you the truth, I don't think there's a wrong choice in any of these. It's just a telltale game. Oh, but it is magical. I do so love tales of adventure. Yeah, you too? Well, I've been a fan since I was a kid. Me too. Well, since about five days ago, really. What? Uh, I mean, um, decades ago, but it sure feels like yesterday. Uh, sure. I used to love the old radio show, especially a series of episodes involving the fountain. A uh, fountain? What? Of youth. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I know that one. Do you? I've always wanted to know how it ends. Do you know where I could find it? Oh, you didn't know? Know what? Oh, sorry to break it to you, Doc, but those tapes were lost in a fire years ago. Only bits and pieces survived. Oh, dear. What about the television show from the 1960s? Yeah, not a lot of those survived. I think they used to show a handful of them in syndication when I was a kid. And then there was that horrible sitcom reboot. Ugh. Is that the one with all the fake, nightmarish laughter? That would be a sitcom, yeah. Then how do you know about the episode if it... Oh, I've been reading old scripts online. Hell, a few nerds out there even made... Oh, yeah! What? Oh, hand me that phone, Doc. Yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. 
See, people make a lot of Tales of Adventure fan films using the original scripts, you know? Paramount has been real dicks about them lately. But some can still be found on YouTube. Yep, here we go. Eh, the acting's pretty wooden and the cinematography is about as good as a home movie. But here it is, The Fountain of Youth. Just touch this bar here to jump back and forth in the video. Yes, uh, naturally. Hey, buddy! What the hell are you doing, son? Sheriff, I, I thought... Step away from the suspect. I would like to speak with you in the hallway. But... Now. We now return to Tales of Adventure. If you could please keep it down out there, though, I would be most grateful. That man is a suspected terrorist, son. You're supposed to be interrogating him, not Snapchatting. Rachel. Sheriff will do. Sorry, sir, ma'am. It's just... I mean, look at him. Once he was cleaned up, it was obvious he wouldn't hurt a fly. Oh, is that your professional opinion, Peabody? He's just a sweet, confused old man. And white. I mean, like, really white. Makes my grandfather look like Bernie... Don't you say that name! Are you insane? And what have I told you about profiling? Although we had more of a don't-ask-don't-tell policy on the profiling. I swear to the Lord and all his hosts that if we weren't related, I would transfer you to the camp in a heartbeat. Oh, come on. Look at that supposed bomb vest. They said there was nothing explosive on it at all. Well, there's a mess of wiring and other crap unless he's some kind of mad scientist. What the hell else would it be? I don't... Excuse me, I'm looking for my client. I was sent over from county to represent a supposed left-wing terrorist. Just what I needed today. A goddamn public defender. I thought we got rid of Miranda so we wouldn't have to deal with you. Yeah, well, somebody called our office and here I am. Trust me, ma'am, I'm as happy as you are about it. I'll be just a jiff, I swear. Fine, fine. Do what you gotta do, but don't take all day. We're not done with that old geezer yet. What about my phone? Uh-uh. You surrendered it to the suspect. You're gonna have to live without it for a bit longer and think about what you've done. Oh, come on. Will our heroes survive this latest ambush? And even if they do, how can they stop such a dastardly band of villains? Tune in next week for the answers to these questions and more. Only on Tales of... I'll take that phone, thank you. It'll rot your brain, you know. How rude. You really need to stop interrupting my show, Miss Drake. Oh, hello, Miss Drake. A long time no see, Doctor. Maybe for you. I'm terribly sorry for the wait, young lady. Three decades goes by pretty fast when you're immortal. I'm just glad we found you again, though it wasn't easy. Just a case of mistaken identity. It's quite funny if you don't think about it. How did you get in here? Posing as your legal counsel. If anyone walks in, play along, understand? Certainly. I take it poor Miss Hope was killed in the explosion, then. I'm afraid so, Doctor. And it appears your theory was correct. Her death activated your time harnesses. The other part of our theory is that we are drawn to new reincarnations of hope each time. Is that why we're in Texas? I'm not... Did I ever tell you I am from Texas? Not too far from Austin, actually, though I spent many summers vacationing in Killeen as a youth, raising petunias with my girlfriend at the time, Violet. Or did I raise violets with petunia? Doctor, you need to focus. We think she might be near here. Petunia? Oh, I doubt that. She would be 147 next July. And the average lifespan of a human is 115, you know. 
But alas, we haven't spoken since the great frost. Not a weather one, mind you. She just turned so cold to me one year. I had lost all hope of ever seeing her again. Speaking of hope, hello, I'm back now. I'd blame all the time travel, but I was always like this. As I was saying, we think hope might be nearby. I had the same thought. I haven't seen her yet, though I have been silently analyzing every female I come across. Unfortunately, we haven't found her either. I had tabs on her until she was about three. Based on the previous Hope's birthdays, yes? That's right. But after 9-11, the government was thrown into total chaos, and my records were absorbed into Homeland Security. What's 9-11? Another of your wars? It is best if you don't know, Doctor. I assumed if I found you and Dickie using our previous calculations, then I would find her too. She can't be far from where you landed. Let's grab Dickie and just- Oh, he's not with me. I thought he would be with you. What? Oh, dear. The explosion must have separated us before we jumped in time. I'm sure if we could return to the location of my appearance, I would be able to extrapolate his location based on- Hold it right there, Doc. From what I managed to learn about your arrest, you were found in a building adjacent to the Rainbow Labor Camp. What are you doing? Oh, you have one of these phones, too. I'm texting Stryker to meet us out front. We need to contact my people in the railroad. That reminds me of a story. Did I ever tell you of the time J.D. Rockefeller and I got into a fist fight at a protest? You see, he was trying to build a railroad through a North Dakota Indian reservation, and... Sorry to cut you short, Doc, but we haven't much time. Eventually, those podunk sheriffs are going to realize I'm not who I said I was. Too late, whoever you said you were. This is an interrogation room, and we've been listening the whole time. Stay where you are, I will fire. Do you understand? Why do they always ask if I understand them? This is not how I wanted this to go down, but... Put down the iPhone, ma'am, or I will shoot. For what? Texting? There, I'm done. I hope you told them you'll be late for dinner. Now put it down and raise your hands, lady. No, I don't think so. How about this? We are going to walk out the front door, and you are going to let us. <laughs> okay, sure. Here's a better one. I'll shoot you both and claim you went for my gun. Might be a little paperwork, but at least I don't have to listen to any more of your bull. What the hell is going on down there? It's at the front desk. I'll go check it out. Doctor, get behind me. Already there, Miss Drake. Don't you move, lady. Do you have something to do with this? Of course. That would be my driver coming to get us. Not if I have anything to say about it, lady. Please don't shoot me. This jacket is vintage. That's it. Damn it. Now look what you've done. I don't... I hit you. I did. Why aren't you dead? Long story. Magic hookah, nigh invulnerability, blah, blah, blah. What? Stryker, if you please. Who? Yes, Miss Drake. <laughs> I believe that this is the last of them, Miss Drake. Oh, dear. You just hit a woman. Yes. And? Pay him no mind, Stryker. He's old-fashioned. Now, let's get out to the car and contact Sanders ASAP. If Dickie is in that camp, his only way out is through the railroad. And the only way to great deals is through this offering from our future sponsor. Do your kids seem extraordinarily happy? Do your sons have extraordinary fashion sense? Are your sons no longer sons? 
Are they friends of Dorothy? If your children are confounding you with their misappropriation of how you feel they should be by the way they were born, send them to the glorious Rainbow Camp. At Rainbow Camp, your children will learn self-reliance, teamwork, how to use the right bathroom, and they're all done in co-ed operations. We're going to expose them to the opposite gender as assigned at birth. Hi, I'm Camp Director Julie. I was chosen by a committee of your husbands to provide the best feminine guidance for your sons. Your daughters are being taught by Dirk Hardcheese with his rippling muscles and his his sort of granite-like face that never expresses emotion. <laughs> here, here, you need a seat there, baby. Oh, can it be on your lap? Hi, I'm the aforementioned Dirk Hardcheese. As Julie has told you, we are all hand-picked by President Trump himself, especially the female directors. I will make sure that any of your female daughters that come to my camp will take one look at me and be turned straighter than the Willis skyscraper in downtown Chicago. Send your daughter and or son down to Rainbow Camp today. Julie, tell them what they'll get. Mostly sexual harassment. I'm sorry, they'll also get a t-shirt, Julie. The answer is t-shirt. Let's go back to the announcer, shall we? Rainbow Camp, for all your family's needs to have heteronormative families. That means straight. But you just can't wait for 2018 to come so you can send your own children or attend yourself, eh? Well, be patient, folks. Know who is not patient? Little Dicky Broughton, of course. His fruitless search for the missing doctor, turning his impatience to desperation, as day drags on into evening. We've searched all over this horrid prison camp and no sign of him anywhere. And you almost got us busted, Bertie. Let's just slow down for a sec, okay? When's the last time you saw this guy? I told you we were separated by an explosion. Which I'm having trouble believing, but sure. Oh, wait one moment. Of course. I need you to take me back to where you found me, lad. Outside our tent? Why? Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. What the devil was that? Oh, no. We have to get to the bing, dining bing, hall. Bong, it's bong, evening bing, roll bing, call. Bing, bing. But... They count heads, man. If we aren't there, this bing, place bing, will go bong, into full bong, lockdown, bing, and I'll have to go another week in the hole. No thanks. Fine. It's right over here. Calm down. My, what a colorful bunch. At least this isn't a gloomy slave camp. Yeah, well, we were all pretty on fleek in the outside, so it's a hard habit to break. I've always been snatched, you know, but... Here, Riker a seat. We got in early. Oh, snap. What, do you see him? Oh, I see something, all right. Anderson Cooper. What, that shaggy silver-haired gentleman over there? Yeah. He used to be fine back before the camps. He was one of the first that the president threw in here. It was totes a revenge thing. They must have let him out of the dungeon. I don't care what he looks like now. That boy is still alive. Hashtag 360. Hashtag goals AF. You remind me of the young lady I knew in... What is that garish painting? Huh? Oh, the one with the bald eagle and Trump. Trump? Yeah, the president. You are really worrying me, Bertie. That squinty face. Mouth. Something very familiar about... <gasps> no! What? You actually remember something? It's the robber baron from the Opera Winfred show! The smarmy narcissist with the tiny hands and amazing hair. There you go, you do remember him. 
I watched him prattle on and on during that interview in 1988, and he was nothing but a self-absorbed four-flusher. Not familiar with that one, sorry. Ha! Vengeance is mine. How did he wind up president of your nation? This man is like the living embodiment of ego. He makes Harding look like Florence Nightingale. Well, it wasn't much of a race. The Republicans have been in power since the 80s, so not many Democrats thought they had a chance. The only people who bothered were some wife of an old Arkansas governor and Bernie Sanders. He came pretty close, but his answer for everything was to blame the billionaires. Well, here we are. In a prison camp for colorful people, building an expensive border wall with Mexico. Yep. Well, he should fire his portrait artist. He looks like an orange raccoon, and that hair is just unnatural. No, that's pretty accurate, actually. So what became of this Bernard fellow? I... Him, my brother! What it is! Hey, Izzy, where you been, girl? I haven't seen you in days. I've been laying low, like, literally low. Who's the dude with the fetish gear? Yeah, let's just say he's my new tent mate. Bertie, this is Izzy. You want to know what happened to Bernie Sanders? Izzy here can tell you all about his underground railroad to Canada. What, like Harriet Tubman? Yeah, I suppose so. He helps people escape from these slave camps and start a new life as a refugee up north in Trudeau's neutral zone. Yo, him! What you doing? I don't know this guy from Adam, man. Don't worry. He's woke. With a name like Bertie and a blue mohawk? Sounds like someone's trying too hard, Normie. First off, this Mohican was the height of fashion in 1988, I'll have you know. Second, my name is Little Dickie Broughton, world-renowned explorer extraordinaire. Not Birdie. Broughton? No way! Oh, wait, you've heard of me? In a textbook, I hope. Please say I'm in your history books. Hmm? What's the deal, Is? Keep it on the DL, but word just came down from the bros that we got us a high-priority target. You ready for this? His name is Richard Broughton, a.k.a. Little Dicky. That you, Mr. Extraordinaire? Indeed. Sounds like Drake's handiwork, if I'm not mistaken. You say so. Cover me, I. I'm going to shoot them a text to meet up tonight. Don't need no one I and my contraband sell. You down, buddy man? Yes? Don't worry, Iz. I'll make sure he's there. Same spot? Nah, new one. Gotta keep on moving, you know what I mean? Meet at the laundry tent, 10 p.m. We'll be there. Night falls across the blasted wasteland of Mexico's border with Texas. The only lights for miles around are the flood lamps along the Great Wall of America. Almost as impenetrable is the security around the Rainbow Hard Labor Camp. No one could possibly get in or out without being seen. No one except Vanessa Drake and Dr. Von Kliegel, that is, who have entered the laundry room of the camp by a more creative way underground. The coast is clear, Vanessa. Here, let me help you out of the tunnel. I can help myself, thank you. The doctor, however... Yes, please. I'm not much of a climber in my old age. Of course. Take my hand, sir. Uh, uh, I felt like we were in that cramped tunnel for hours. It is not a quick route, no. But it is secret and safe. And entrances to the tunnel are scattered throughout the camp so that our rendezvous points change each time. Clever. When Miss Drake mentioned a railroad, I didn't realize she meant an underground railroad. Yes, Mr. Bernie has dedicated his life to freeing Americans, like you and me, from the tyrannical oppression of this government. We are lucky to have a friend like him and Mr. Trudeau in Canada. 
They are truly men of the people. Jesus, guys, keep it down. Curfew just started. Izzy, good to see you, girl. Sup, Armando? You sure you aren't followed? Why you even ask that? What am I going to say? Yeah, totally. Is that a problem? Come on. Is this our contact in the camp, then? I sure am. You must have some clout getting a personal escort by army here. He usually works alone. We call him Army of One. You get it? <laughs> Cute. This is a very special exception, Izzy. Where's Broughton? He'll be here. Got his own escort. I don't understand. Why would they force you to use a women's restroom if you were so obviously a man? Exactly what I said. Guys, come on! What happened to sneaking? What? We whispered? That should... <gasps> Doctor! Drake! On his majesty's soul, I thought I'd never see you again. Nor we you, young man. I tell you, I've had quite the adventure. We'll have to compare notes once we're free of this fascist nightmare. Doctor, where's your time harness? Oh, dear. I left it behind at the sheriff's station. They had confiscated it from me. Did I ever tell you of the time I was mistaken for a Middle Eastern bomber by some ignorant, bloodthirsty policeman? Save it for later. Once we're outside this compound, I'll send Stryker to retrieve the harness. And keep your voice down. Oh, but the good news is, I did escape with this amazing new device, an intelligent telephone. Or, as I call it, an intellephone. Wait, what? I said intellephone. Give me that! Hey, now. Damn it! The GPS is still active. Our location's been compromised. What? Everyone, back in the tunnel now! But we haven't yet found Miss Hope. She might be in this very camp. We need more time. Did you say Hope? Yes, young man, a Caucasian female of exactly 20 years of age. Do you know her? Yeah, you could say that. My birth name was Hope. What? I don't understand. Can we please hurry this up? If I may ask, when were you born, former Hope? Ugh, y'all suicidal. Peace out. My God, Hope. I am so confused. He was born female but identifies as a male and has changed his outer body to line up with his true gender identity. It's not that hard. Can we please? Hello again. I believe you have a terrorist that belongs to me. Really? You followed us all the way here. I don't know what kind of trick you pulled on me at the station, Luke Cage, but now you're surrounded by 20 heavily armed corrections officers. And I know they are pumped that we just found one of your underground railroad tunnels. When we're done here, this whole illegal operation is toast. Armando? Yes, Miss Drake. On my mark, grab the doctor and jump down that hole, and then run as fast as you can. But, Miss Drake, what about you? I'm going to teach this broad a little German. What did you call me? Vanessa, wait! Now, Armando, go! No, we can't leave Hope. She's the key to... You heard the lady. Down you go! Ah! Uh, shoot them! Shoot them all! Ah! Uh. Dickie, get Hope in that tunnel now! On it! Hold on, lad. Uh, last, uh, lad? Just get us out of here, man. Uh, right. Alley-oop! Close the hatch! But Miss Drake... She can handle herself, Doctor. Yeah! Come. We must make our way outside the wall, and then blow the entrance. Oh no, Dickie. What is it, Doctor? Oh, why is the time harness glowing like that, unless... No, Hope! Oh, don't call me that, uh, Bertie. Oh, not again. This is just getting ridiculous. It's all right, Bertie. At least I won't have to finish that goddamn wall. You be sure to... to... No, not now, no! Doctor! Doctor! Dickie, where are you? 
I can't do this alone. Don't leave me. Doctor! Ah. Uh, what? Where? Ah, oh, sweet Mary. Is this 2048? It's nothing but a barren wasteland. Like Belgium after the Great War. My word, is this what the world looks like in just 30 years? More like 3,000 years, Broughton. Who? <gasps> By all that is holy. The unknown? Welcome to the post-apocalypse. Hope you survive the experience. What an unexpected, nay, unknown cliffhanger. Dickie propelled Solo into the far future, face to face with his long-lost comrade, trading in a world gone mad for a world that is just gone. So many questions come to mind. When is he? What happened to the Doctor? Why was Dickie drawn to the unknown, in the temporal sense? None of that will be answered in our next story arc, as we instead return to 1928 and discover the mysterious plans of the infamous organization known only as the Council. They have our heroes in their sights, their deadly, deadly sights. Be sure to keep your far less lethal sights tuned in here for the next pulse-pounding installment of Tales of 